0: Talk radio.
1: Good afternoon, poets, writers, and citizens of the world. It's uh, Rick Lupert here with the Poetry Superhighway. It's the latest episode of Poetry Superhighway Live, and it's our special contest winner's announcement. This is the second year in a row we've uh, been using blog talk radio, and uh, it's uh, very exciting to be able to tell you firsthand who the winners of the 11th annual Poetry Superhighway Summer Poetry Contest are. So excited to have you listening, and uh, you will hear first the, uh, the winners. So in a little bit, I'm going to announce the all of the people who entered who scored in the top 10 scoring spots. Of course, we've got three winners, three top winners. I'm, I'm looking at their names right now. I bet you'd like to know who they are. Uh, but we also have the uh, the other seven spots. I'm going to tell you who those are and what their scores are in just a few minutes. Um, now, I uh, last year I I had uploaded a drum roll sound effect, and I wasn't able to do that this year. I'd I'd forgotten. I've I've been kind of busy lately. I had a had a child recently. Well, actually, my wife had the child. She uh, she was pregnant uh, for oh nine months or so. And uh, sure enough, two weeks and two days ago, our son came out. His name is Jude Rubin. That's that's reason enough to have a, a drum roll effect uh, playing right now. But uh, unfortunately, I didn't have time to uh, to put it up. Uh, mother and child are doing well. We're all occasionally sleeping, and uh, and it's amazing that I even have time at this point to uh, to speak to you about the contest results. So. Thank your lucky stars, poets and writers and contest entrants and sponsors and judges and everyone who is listening. Uh, So, uh, I guess the reason why I tell you this is because I'm wondering if anyone uh, anyone can call in and actually make a drum roll sound effect. Uh, Because that would be very helpful, because at this point I don't have time to go and look for one, because we're in the middle of the show, so I can't upload one. But if you can make a drum roll sound effect, I'd be interested in having you calling in right now. The number is 646... 716-7362, and we can we can test out whether you can uh, be the person who will make the official drum roll sound before I announce the the winner of the contest. So think about that. Maybe that's you. Maybe you've got a drum set in your house, and you you can just play it over the phone there. So just call right in. Um, um, I tell you the phone number, not just because I'm looking for people to make drum roll sound effects. By the way, I encourage you in your homes, uh, wherever you are right now, to just make drum sounds, to see how it sounds. Uh, uh, are you a person who can make a drum roll sound effect on your own? Y- even if you don't want to call in and 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 make that sound, that might be something that you just would want to know about yourself, if, you, if you're not already aware of that. Uh, so again, the number... Well, before I give you the number, if you're interested in calling in for any uh, reason, perhaps you'd like to... Uh, uh... express your feelings about having participated in the contest. I don't know why the phrase expressed express your feelings just made me giggle, but uh... maybe you just want to call up and say, hey, the contest was great, or hey, this was the worst contest I've ever been in. Either way, uh... or you just, you want to ask a question, um... you want to do anything that could, um... that could delay me telling you the winners of the contest, uh, now's the chance to do it. The number is 646 716-7362. Last year, when I made this announcement on this very show, I told a very long story about how... Uh, actually, I don't even remember what it was about. You have to go back and listen. That's the beauty of Blog Talk Radio. You can uh, go back and listen to all of our shows. You know, we do a, an open reading every single month. Our next one is next week, a week from today. Right at this time, right here on your computers, you can call in. We, we look for people... All over the world to uh, to call in and read your poetry. We've done I don't know 12, 13 of these, one one a month, and you can listen to them all just uh, uh, right at the same page that you clicked to to listen to this show now. Um, all of our archived shows there, and you can also listen to last year's winners announcement. Maybe you've already done that. Maybe you were so excited about this year's contest announcement days ago that you just tuned into last year's sort of. Um, you know, kind of like, kind of like watching the the Oscars. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a week later on, on TiVo or something like that. You just you know wanted to feel like you were there, and and in a, that sort of way, prepare yourself for uh, this week's this year's contest announcement. So maybe you've done that, but anyway, the point is that you uh, you can call in at at any time and. Uh, and uh, during the open readings, and share your poetry. There's been some great work read uh, over the last year that we've been doing this show, and looking forward to many, many more shows. we have heard poets from all over the world reading live, and it's a, it's a great extension of the Poetry Superhighway website. So if you want to call in now for any reason, the number is 646-716-7362. I've got a lot of thank yous to uh, give, but I see someone is calling in. Let's find out who it is and what they have to say. Um, hello uh, caller from the let's see 561 area code hello
2: hi Rick I couldn't get online and I missed the opening of the website it's Martin Stelia
1: hi Martin
2: hi hi, Rick I didn't hear any results or anything like that I just had trouble getting on although I did join the blog site so have I missed anything
1: no we haven't uh, we haven't said anything yet
2: oh okay fine because I'm, I'm on the site and I did sign up for the blog talk and all that type of thing. And uh, I'm just trying to get you so I thought I'd phone through just to make sure I don't miss anything. So, so you're not
1: actually calling to say anything on the air. You're calling just to listen to the announcement because you can't hear it on your computer.
2: That's right, yes.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to put you back on hold then uh, so you can do that. And uh, Martin, thanks for calling. You entered the contest this year, didn't you?
2: Yes, I did several pieces, yes.
1: Great. Well, good luck to you, and, uh, and enjoy, uh, enjoy listening. Do, do you have any uh, any comments about uh, having participated in the contest?
2: I just think it's, I think I like the way, of, as I said before, you go ab- about it. It's very reasonable. It's, uh, you keep in touch with uh, people who've sent in submissions. And uh, as I said to you before, it's a site that I really like coming to, and it's one of the few sites I do persistently attack. So uh, uh, <laughs> it's good for you. I really appreciate it.
1: Okay, well, thanks for calling uh, and entering, Martin. I'm going to put you on hold so you can listen to the show. Um, Let's see, we've got another caller. Um, I'm going to take this caller before we get to the announcements. And thanks. I know all of you are out there going, why the hell doesn't he just tell us who who won? But uh, what fun would that be, uh, ladies and gentlemen? The Oscars, that's a four-hour show. I promise you, this show will not go beyond one hour. So just uh, calm down, get yourself some iced tea, uh, and enjoy yourself. And uh, hello, Colin from the 818 area code. Yo, Rick. Yeah.
3: John Epstein. Hello, John. How are you, sir? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm great, man. Congratulations on your new child. Well, thank you. I haven't had Thanks a chance to time. see you since, and I wanted to tell you that.
1: Well, it's uh, it's. Uh, I will be at the the Cobalt uh, this coming Tuesday, and if you if you come, uh, I will be visible.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing that featured.
1: Um, I we won't have the child. I won't have the child with me though. It's, it's past his bedtime.
3: What's up?
1: It's past his bedtime.
3: He's not going to be at the cobalt. No, I know that. I I was I was saying I, I'm looking forward to hearing. You have a feature coming Tuesday, don't you? A oh, feature yes, reader. Yes. I yes, uh, yes I do. What's that person's name? It's it's like a Spanish name, I think. It's uh, Chotil
1: uh, Ulisa Bermejo at the Cobalt Cafe this Tuesday. Uh, wonderful poet. Uh, so she's actually been featured on the Poetry Superhighway uh, uh, before, and uh, she will be reading live at the Cobalt Cafe in Canoga Park at nine
3: o'clock. Yeah, looking forward to that. So I uh, just wanted to tell you thanks for uh, doing the uh, contest, and uh, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what the results are. It will be interesting. Yeah. There's so a lot you, of so you need a drum roll. Me. What's the story with the drum roll? Well, I,
1: I mentioned I, I had a drumroll sound effect last year, but I forgot to find one. And, and,
3: I mean, I actually had it uploaded, but I right. did the account
1: reset, and, and now it's not there anymore, so I don't, I don't have one. Is that something that you can do?
3: do yeah. Do you want, you want me to fire one off real quick? Maybe just as a test, sure. Are you ready? I'm ready. I hope it works.
1: John, that's excellent. That's excellent. Maybe I can put you on hold, and when we get to that top, uh, I don't know if you have the full, uh, well, I don't know how long it's going to take, but can you hang on for a while?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: All right, cool. I'm going to put you on hold, and uh, I will. Uh, we'll get back to you, because that's, that's pretty good, and I think that could be the, the drum roll sound effect we use when we announce first place.
3: Yeah, I'm a little rusty. I'll I'll practice. Maybe I can get a nicer one for you. Okay, I'm going to
1: put you on hold. Thanks <laughs> nice uh, I'll home. be here. Okay. All right, we have a couple other callers. Let's just get a few more comments before we, we launch into the announcements and the thanks and all that. Um, let's see, this is a, a, just a talk. If you might be on the air, it's a bunch of ones. I'm not sure, who, not sure how to, uh, I don't see your phone number. Are you there? Yes. And who's this? Rick, it's Mary Easton from San Jose. Hey. hey, Mary Easton, how you doing? I'm fine, congratulations. I didn't know you had a
4: baby. That's so exciting.
1: I just found out myself.
4: I think you found out
1: a while ago, (laughs) Rick. Well, you'd be surprised how oblivious uh, I am to things. Uh, But sure enough, suddenly something needed food and was crying a lot tonight. Oh,
4: I'm so excited for you, Rick. Um, Anyway, I have been a sponsor as well as a contest submitter. And I think yours is one of the best contests around, I, I have to say. It's, they're very honorable, and it's very – I mean, I'm a judge in several contests, and yours is, without a doubt, one of the best. So I
1: thank you for, for doing that for all of us. Well, <laughs> cool, thanks. So I, I see you you were a sponsor this year, and a copy of your book, The Shadow of a Dog, I Can't Forget, is a yeah. pilot. And uh, so cool. So someone – uh, thank you for signing on as a sponsor, and uh, someone in the world will get that book. Uh, I know. I'm so
4: excited, and I think you know this, but The Shadow of a Dog was kind of, I mean, I i think like two or three years ago you had a thing where you, the first year that you did it, where you put a book together and then sent it to somebody else, and that was my impetus for getting the book out, so you're very responsible
1: for lots of great stuff in my life, so. Oh. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: I haven't fathered
1: your children, have I?
4: No, Rick, I wish, but no, not that I know
1: of. <laughs> well, let me know if you... If you <laughs> and, uh, and thanks for sponsoring. I think you're talking about the Great Poetry Exchange, where which is not a contest, you just...
4: Oh, that's uh, right,
1: That'll yeah. be coming up in February, I believe, where you just, you pledge to send a book to another random person, and right. and, and after a month, you, you actually, I'll tell you who to send the book to, and then in turn, you get a book from a random person. and yeah. Cool.
4: You come up with great ideas and it was definitely an impetus for me to get that book out there and now I'm happy to see my first novel, so I'm really
1: excited. Fantastic. Well Mary, thanks for calling in and thanks okay. for so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, one more call I'm gonna take and then we'll we'll launch right launch right into it. Um a let's see, we got another caller from the uh eight one eight area code. Are you there? Ooh, the button isn't working. I always hate when that happens. Let me try that one more time. Oh there
5: you are. Are you there? Caller from eight one eight area code. Hello, Rick.
1: Yeah. It's Scott Miller from
5: Mercedes. Hey Scott. How are you doing? Congratulations on the new baby, by the way. Oh well,
1: thank you. Um thank you very much.
5: Yeah. Your your contest, the P the Poetry Superhighway contest, is uh is just such a convenient uh contest in terms of entry. I always found it very uh, very user-friendly to just, you know, email the, the poems and, and do the PayPal and done. So, um, and actually the reason I was calling in is because I happened to go to school with uh, with the feature on Tuesday and her name is pronounced Zoshi. Zoshi, okay, well good, Zoshi. because
2: I've, I've been
1: trying to pronounce her name since I featured her
5: on the poetry Highway. She's used, to, she's used <laughs> to people having trouble with it, but it's Zoshi, it's uh, Native American.
1: Well, maybe when, uh, I don't know if you'll be there on Tuesday, but it, maybe when I announce her every time I'm about to say her name, you could just say it. <laughs>
5: mm, we'll see how she feels about that, but I'll try to make it on Tuesday for sure.
1: Okay, cool. Well, you you entered the contest this year, right?
5: Uh, I did. I sent a few entries.
1: Cool. Well, good luck to you, and, um, and uh, keep listening, because if you're in one of the top ten spots, you might get to read your poem. Thanks. All right. Take it easy, Scott. Thanks for you calling. You too, out. Derek. Take care. All right. So let me get um, to a, uh, some thanks here. First of all, I want to thank all the sponsors. We, uh, this year, had uh, 44 sponsors who donated 132 different prizes. So um, just a, a comparison, last, last year we had 56 sponsors who donated 152 prizes. So it's, it's pretty much on par. Um, but uh, because of the generosity of the sponsors, we were actually, able, we will be actually able to offer every single contest entrant a prize for entering, and I've been able to do that every year. I, I suppose if the, the contest gets wildly successful and we have uh, uh, many, many, many more uh, posts entering, we wouldn't be able to do that. But then maybe we just get more sponsors. So um, thank you to the forty-four sponsors, um, including uh, Mary who just called in, including. Um, Everyone, I'm not going to read the whole list, but if you click on a contest, 2008 contest from the main Poetry Super Highway menu, you can see all 44 of them listed. Um, and there's just so many cool prizes uh, there that, uh, that you, if you enter the contest, you're going to get at least one prize. And a chapbook, um, a gift certificate to, uh, to, to web stores, um, signed books, um, photographs. Um, a hand painted journal. Actually, John, uh, uh, John, who just called in, uh, uh, the the drumroll guy. Um, he his wife uh, runs a, a boutique store in here in Southern California. and He donated a one hand painted journal. So some lucky contest entrant is going to uh, get uh, get a, a really cool handmade a gift to write your poetry in. And it just goes on and on and on. There are, um, as I mentioned, 132 prizes, uh, so um, so you're a winner just for entering, and it's just a, you know, it's, it's maybe it's not as cool as coming in the top three positions, but um, it does kind of foster the mission of the Poetry Superhighway, which is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. So even if you scored in last place, um, you will uh, receive some kind of gift of poetry that will Perhaps um, uh, inform your own work of, uh, of poetry, by the way, if you did come in last place, i 'm not going to tell you I, I I make a point every of only revealing the top ten uh, positions so i 'd like every single other person if you're not in one of those top ten spots to assume that you all tied for uh, eleven and I do that just uh, because i I you know beforehand when I, I used to reveal those other positions you know some people who scored. Lower, you know, felt bad about it, and they, they, you know, all kinds of, uh, negativity happened, so, uh, don't even ask, if you're not in the top 10 positions, uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna know, but, uh, but you'll still, you're still a winner, you'll still get a prize of some kind. So, thanks to all the sponsors. Um, we also had, uh, let's see, 102 poets enter this year. Last year, 94 poets, uh, entered, so we had a few more people enter this year. And, um, those 102 poets entered a total of 570 poems, which, uh, compared to last year, um, is 73 more. There were 497 poems entered last year. So, uh, definitely in terms of the amount of poems that we entered, uh, um, a, a more successful contest. Um, and a huge, huge thanks to our three uh, judges who um, who read every single uh, one of these poems. Every, all three of our judges read each one of the 570 poems. Uh, they are uh, Gabrielle Middlebach, she was the first place winner in last year's contest. She's also a Southern California resident who sometimes comes to the Cobalt Cafe, which is really cool for me. You know, I, I, I love running the Poetry Highway and how it connects me with people all over the world. Um, but it's a, it's especially cool for me if someone uh, who I, I meet on the Poetry Superhighway um, I, I encounter in person somewhere in LA and and a, and a handful of people who who've uh, uh, shown up on the Poetry Superhighway have walked into the reading I host and it's just a cool thing. So Gabrielle is one of those people um, who I met on the Poetry Superhighway and uh, became a, a occasional regular at the Cobalt and and she won last year's contest and it's it's not local nepotism. I mean there were three judges uh, from the previous year's contest who uh, were the winners of that previous year's contest who, who scored and put her in the top position. Um, the second place winner of last year's contest was our second judge this year, Margot Lurie, who hails from the uh, East Coast and works on Parnassus Poetry and Review, and she is newly working on her um, master's degree in poetry, and she just uh, started the program. And our third judge is P.J. Knights. P.J. actually... Um, uh, uh, though there isn't a, a official prize-winning spot um, besides the prizes that everyone gets. Um, scored fourth place in last year's contest. The third place winner wasn't able to judge the contest, and she's from Brunswick, Maine. So we had three judges from all over the country who scored, who read every single one of the poems that were entered. 570 poems, and it was a it was a big job. Uh, you know, some days you know, no poems come in, some day a couple, and and in particular towards the end of the contest there were 30 or 40 poems a day coming in, Uh, so just, I I guess, a a clue to you uh, for next year if you want to enter the contest, if you want to really get the judges uh, undivided attention, you might consider entering um, earlier in the middle of the contest when, when less poems are coming in, but I'm sure they did a good job on all of them. They read all three, all 570 poems, they scored each poem from zero to five using quarter point intervals. And uh, after um, all three uh, scores were added, and I had 570 different scores which I sorted, and it turned out that uh, there was a tie for the top, uh, for first place, and we're gonna get to that in a moment. Uh, well, uh, several moments actually. And so there was a second round of scoring where those two uh, poems were scored in the top position Um, were sent back out to the judges, and they scored them between 0 and 10, again using quarter point intervals. And the The one that that scored uh, the highest became the winner of the contest, and the one that scored uh, the next highest became second place. So, um, let's see, any other statistics I can tell you? Yes, there are more statistics. I know you're all writing these down, and this is exactly why you're listening right now, because you want these uh, you want these statistics. so I, I sure appreciate you listening this whole time. So the average poem score, again, the highest possible score was fifteen. Um, so the average score of all five hundred and seventy was seven point seven points. Uh, by comparison, last year it was five point nine points. Um, so we definitely went up from last year. And uh, two years ago it was nine points, so down from two years ago, but up from last year. So uh, uh, those of you keeping a flow chart of the average scores of poetry contests, now you know. The highest score for a poem in the first round of scoring, that's where you could get up to 15 points, was uh, 13.25 points out of 15 Um, Last year it was 12.5, and the year before that it was 13.5, so that's fairly on par for the average highest score. Um, The lowest score in this year's contest, uh, again out of a possible 15, was 1.25 points, a whopping three-quarters of a point up from last year when the lowest score combined score was 0.5 points out of 15, and in 2015. 2006, it was a uh, 2.25 points. So 1.25, a fairly low score out of 15, but uh, hey, better than last year's .5. Um And just to give you an idea of who entered the contest, we had uh, poets from several different countries. Of course, the bulk uh, of the people who participated in the Poetry Prize are from the United States, but we also had a bunch of poems submitted from Israel, from different parts of Canada, from Australia, from Scotland. And from Sweden, so um, a good deal of the world uh, was <clears throat> represented. Uh, we, we missed out on uh, on uh, Latin America this year, and looks like no Africa as well. But uh, seems like a, a good deal of the other contents, con- continents were uh, represented. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see. It looks like there's one more caller uh, uh, from the six two six. Area code. So we'll take that caller and then get right to the uh, the ten scoring positions. Hello, caller from the 66 area code.
6: Hey, it's Sherose. How are you?
1: I'm good, Sherose. How are you?
6: Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. Okay, I'm good. A little tired, but happy to be here.
1: Cool. So you you entered the contest this year.
6: Yep, it got me motivated and I had a dry spell and uh, came up with like seven poems and I just went for it. I've been missing this in my life and then I see that you're doing this global thing on the lo- on the phone and online and I'm just excited to start finally joining in, so
4: thank you.
1: <laughs> cool, well welcome, welcome, welcome and thank you. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for entering the contest and, and good luck to you. Thank you. All right, take it easy. Alright, so uh, that was uh, another uh, person who entered the contest. Um, I'm going to um, uh, take the very last caller, and then I'm going to clear the lines, because the only people from from after this last caller who I want to call in, um, except for John, I know you're on hold with the drum roll, and Martin, you're calling because you can't listen on the computer for some reason, but uh, when I list the top ten scoring positions, if I call your name, if you happen to be one of those people, you're welcome to call in and, and read your poem if you're in the top ten positions. So um uh last one. Are you there? Are you there? No, okay. Well, um you had your chance. Um alright, so we're uh, clearing the phone lines. Uh so um uh so that's that and um, uh right now um, we're gonna get to the top ten positions. So um, in tenth place in tenth place um, we had a tie of uh three poems who uh and the score was ten point five points out of fifteen. Um, and your uh your winners are in tenth place Jim Knowles for your poem stone. Brenda Levy-Tate for your poem, Carol for the Brokenhearted, and John Michael Simon for your poem, Tel Aviv Rhapsody. So, congratulations. Those are the three folks who tied in tenth place. If any of you happen to uh, be listening right now, why not, uh, why not, uh, why not call in and, uh, and, and read the poem? Uh, we'd love to hear some actual poetry besides just uh, names and winners, etc. By the way, if you are going to call and do me a favor, maybe post in the chat room, uh, if you happen to be in the chat room, you know, your name uh, and and phone number, so that way I know who the caller is, so I can make sure to put the right person on the air. Um, if you're not in the chat room, you can send me an instant message um, at RickPoet on, uh, on AIM. So there you go. That's your 10th place winner. Congratulations to uh, winners, uh, congratulations to Jim, Brenda, and John Michael. I think John Michael's from Israel, so that is uh, it's our first international winner of the day. Congratulations. That's the crowd roaring. All right, in ninth place, ladies and gentlemen, in ninth place, we had six people in ninth place, um, a quarter point higher than than the tenth place position, 10.75 points each, uh, for, uh, these poems, and here they are. Are you ready? Oh, I forgot I'm on the radio and I can't see you. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, I, I'll assume you're ready. In ninth place, Eileen Malone for your poem, Snake Wine. Ray Swetman for your poem, Street Scene. Linda Leedy Schneider for your poem, Marsh Paris. Helen Barlev for your poem, On the Underground in London, and totally Cimmerian for your poem, View from the Sambatayan River. Please forgive me if I pronounced that wrong. Scott, I don't know if you're uh, listening still and you happen to be in a class with the Sambatayan River and know how to pronounce it. If you do, maybe you could say that for me out loud right now. Oh, and one more. In ninth place, Henry Greenfield for the poem, Becoming Grandpa. So congratulations to the six of you. Uh, for scoring uh, that high, 10.75 uh, points for each of you for those poems. Wow, I've been talking a lot. Usually, uh, usually in these shows uh, that I run, uh, people call in and I get to listen to poetry, but uh, uh, I just get to run my mouth now and uh, and hurt my throat. I, you see the, the sacrifices I'm making here for you, ladies and gentlemen? By the way, I saw a, a, uh, a post in the chat room. Someone said, statistics. How many times a night does a new father get up for a new baby in the family? Uh, 2.8. Ta Tauno, for how <laughs> it's your name? That's that's how many. Now you know. All right. So there's a caller from the 423 area code. Let's see if you're in one of your, uh, one of those people who uh, scored uh, tenth or ninth. Hello, 423. Are
3: you there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to listen because I can't I can't hear it on the computer.
1: I see. Okay. Well, um, well, then I'm going to put you back on hold so you can listen, and I'll try to remember uh, 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 not to put you back on the air. And enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Um, all right. We're getting up to um, eighth position. Eighth place, ladies and gentlemen. We had five poems scored in eighth place. Eleven points out of a possible 15, and here they are. Um, For the poem, Arson, on a Sunday morning, Scott Miller. Scott Miller, who we just spoke with. Scott, call back in and read your poem. Congratulations on scoring in eighth place. Um, Also in eighth place, Rosemary Crisasi. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Scenes from the Sanctuary at San Remo was her poem that scored in eighth place. Enrique Souffle for his poem, At Compton Creek. Scored also in eighth place, and finally in eighth place, also with eleven points for the poem "Ghosts," Barton Smock. So, if you are any of those people, feel free to call in right now and uh, and read your poem. We'd love to love to have some poetry besides just me talking. Uh, so, eighth, ninth, and tenth place have been read here at two thirty on Sunday, October fifth. I shouldn't really say the the date, Because what if you're listening to the show in the archive later? It, it may confuse you, like you've traveled through time or something of that nature. So congratulations to all of our 8th, uh, 9th, and 10th place winners so far. Um, we're going to move up to 7th place now, 7th place. Only one person scored in 7th place with 11.25 points. And guess what? With someone who we spoke with earlier today already a contest sponsor as a matter of fact, Mary Kennedy Easton for a hymn for wish congratulations Mary um, congratulations on scoring in seventh place for your poem feel free to call back in and uh, read it as well now some of you I, I realized I should mention this uh some of you are saying, well wait a minute how did a contest sponsor win you know or score in the in the contest or why are they eligible to enter well the contest the poems were scored. Blindly. This is really important. Meaning that um, when someone submits their poems, I removed the names of the authors and any identifying information, and just sent the text of the poems off to the judges. So, uh, so the judges were not aware of who entered the contest. So it was completely uh, judged blindly, as I said, which means that anyone was eligible to enter the contest except for the uh, three judges. So, all right. So. Again, the number to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Wait a minute, let's see. Do we have uh, Do we have Mary back yet? It is Rick. It's me. Oh, there you are, Mary. Welcome back. Okay, congratulations. Seventh place. That's pretty good. Out of five hundred seventy one. Yes. Yes.
4: I'm so excited, Rick. Thank you. I love you. I love you. And my friend
1: Eileen Malone was ninth.
4: She, she and I do a contest together up here in San Francisco. That's hysterical. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool.
1: Cool. All right, well, cool. Well, Liz, do you have your phone with
4: you? Um, I'm sorry, Rick. What did you say?
1: I said, do you have your phone with you?
4: I do. do you I do. I do. Let's hear it. Okay. Okay. A hymn for Wish. A sunset that was all blood. The dog missing in the flood. Wish, the boy I didn't know I needed, my smuggler of tangled hearts, popped living color into this blind man's life, lying with me every night on the grass as we waited for restless stars imagined to fling themselves steady and fast against a midnight moon. Wish let me steal the best life and make it mine. I love him the way you love cake for breakfast. Alaskans have countless words to describe snow and none to describe time. The mind of a blind man has different tones.
2: It's not
4: our ruin. How can you miss what you never had? Wish understands the melody in my soul, the haunted echoes released in fairytale riffs, my hymn for Wish. If I could, I would write this dog a love song every day. People ask me, why are you crying? I tell them if love were enough, he'd still be here. I tell them my boy is standing on the rail of the porch, ears cocked, the waters rising, waiting for my whispered, hello. Find him, I beg the rescuers, trying to describe for them, as if I ever can, the place where he last loved me.
1: That's it, Rick. Well, congratulations, Mary. Thanks for sponsoring. Thanks for entering. and yes. congratulations Thank you, thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. That was Mary Kennedy Easton calling in, um, seventh place winner of our poetry contest. Um, okay, I have a 214 caller here. Let's see if you are uh, you were one of the positions we read already. Hello to the 214 area code.
0: Oh, hi. This is Gayla. This is who? Gayla Bell.
1: Oh hi. Okay, so you, I didn't read your name. So, your uh, uh, your you're, uh, did you enter the contest?
5: Yes, I did. And unfortunately, I didn't catch it until late. That since I'm central and you're Pacific, I kind of got messed up on the time. So I'm just now calling in. Oh
1: well, that's okay. Well, you don't need to call in unless you're one of the one of the winners. And I haven't read your name. So, uh, but the, but that's okay. Keep listening and and good luck to you.
5: All right. Thanks.
1: Thanks. Thanks for calling. Okay. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, again, uh, we're, we're about to get to sixth place, and again, if you're one of the, uh, one of the top uh, top ten positions, feel free to call back in and, uh, and read your poem. And do me a favor, uh, before you call in, send me an instant message to Rick Poet so I know that it's you, so I can put just the, the winners on the air so we don't run out of time, um, or send me a note in the, uh, in the chat room uh, at the Blog Talk Radio. All right, so sixth place, ladies and gentlemen, sixth place with 11.5 points. Uh, out of a possible 15 for her poem, "Border," Alice Perrow. Congratulations, Alice. I happen to know Alice, uh, locally from Southern California. Um, she was nice enough to invite me to read at her, uh, Moon Day reading, which happens, um uh, monthly here in the Southland, and, um, uh, have, uh, been declining to take readings these last, uh, couple of weeks, uh, because, uh, uh, well, I've been really awfully busy uh, with uh, fatherhood and all that, and trying to get things done. But uh, I believe she got Cecilia Waller uh, to read uh, for her um, a week from Monday, so go check out the Moon Diary, um, which is a, a great reading. Cecilia is really a stellar, stellar poet as well. So congratulations, Alice, for uh, coming in sixth place for your poem, Barter. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the top five. I think it's time, actually, for a drum roll. Uh, just for the just for the sake, because we're already at the top five. So, John, are, are you there? John, not listening on the phone. John, you're listening on the uh, on the computer there. All right, John, we're gonna have to come back to you. We, know, sadly, sadly, we we're deprived of our dermal. We Worked so hard to 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 get to get the drumroll, and and uh, and he wasn't there. Okay, so we're we're gonna have to launch into the top five with. Without without the journal, I hope that's okay, people. I hope that I hope that will all be fine. So in fifth place, ladies and gentlemen, with twelve point five points, a full point above the sixth place position, uh, a person who's actually been a regular caller on Poetry Superhighway Live in the past for our open readings, um, for his poem "Invasive Hunger," in fifth place is Brandon Seymour. So congratulations, Brandon. If you happen to be listening, um, do call in. Would love to love to hear your poem live. We've heard your poems, of course, many times here on this program, and it'd be great to great to hear them again. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Moving along, in fourth place, the last non-official winning place of the contest, uh, a tie. Three poems scored in fourth place. The score was 12.75 points, and here are are those winners. Clint Frakes for your poem, Paradise Confession. Heather Schimmel for the poem, Instead of the Ocean, Write About Love. And finally, in fourth place with 12.75 points, Rain Lockie for her poem, Walk with Earthworms. Sounds like uh, something I'd like to do, as a matter of fact. So congratulations, Clint, Heather, and Elorain for scoring fourth place. If any of you happen to be listening, please call in the number 646-716-7362. Anyone in the top ten positions, uh, we've read fourth through tenth so far. We would uh, be delighted to, uh, to hear your poems. Um, and we are about to move on to the, the winners of the contest, the top three positions, so get excited. Uh, I'm going to go back to John here, let's see if we can uh, get him to do a drum roll now. John, are you there?
3: I'm here. Oh, thank God.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's get a drum roll for the, uh, the third place
3: position. All right, here we go. John,
1: that's amazing. Are, are you actually playing the drums there? Is
3: that I drum am. That, and that was really a bad drum roll to all those musicians out there. I apologize. But, you know, you got to do what you can do. <laughs> Fine. It's,
1: you know, we'll take what we can get at this that's point. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So hold on a second, John. Um, that was the drum roll of a third place position. Um, in third place... With 13 points, just a quarter point above the uh, fourth place position. It's kind of a, a Olympics. You know, these these, uh, these margins are very close. Um, for the poem, well, actually, I'm sorry. Um, in third place, winner of $114. Now, I forgot to tell you this. I'm going to tell you now. 570 poems were entered, um, which and they were a dollar per poem uh, that came to me. And um, I don't keep any of that. All of that money goes to these top three winners. So third place uh, winner um, is going to get $114, which is probably enough to buy uh, a tank of gas or so in certain parts of the country. Um, Second place will get 30% of that $570. Uh, It's $171. And first place will get 50% of the $570, which is 200 dollars eighty-five dollars so uh, that that uh, adds up to 570 so it's a completely not-for-profit contest and uh, by the way all of the the prizes get divided up between all of the entrants. so even if you're in first through third place you, you'll get one of the other prizes as well so um, you know it's quite possible uh, you might get uh, there's a, a group of people who get one or two prizes because of the fact that so many prizes were offered so in third place with 13 points for the poem, What Matters, F.J. Bergman. Congratulations, F.J., you are the third place winner of the Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest. Um, Alright, moving on to second place. Uh, second. Now, uh, I should mention here that in second place um, originally there were two poems uh, that scored 13.25 points. Both of these poems were sent out for a second round of scoring, from 0 to 10, as opposed to uh, 0 to 5. And um, those scores were uh, added up, and so out of a possible 30, um, the second place poem scored 21.75 points, and the winner, the second place winner of the contest, for his poem, the Books Are Whispering, Free Cento Verse About Teaching, Salvatore Butacci. Congratulations, Salvatore. Now, Salvatore is a name I know. He's been a participant in Poetry Superhighway projects for quite some time. Um, he contributed a poem to the Passover Poetry Anthology that, um, that I put together uh, in uh, a- April of last year. Uh, no Stranger to Poetry Superhighway. First time he's... Uh, He's placed in a, in a contest, so, so congratulations, Salvatore, you uh, win 171 bucks. Um, and by the way, all three of the uh, top three scoring poets, um, their poems, the top three winning poems will appear on the Poetry Superhighway um, as soon as the show is over. So, um, so uh, you'll get to read all three scoring poems as soon as we're done announcing them to you. Let's see, I've got a caller from the 608 area code. Hello.
0: Hi, this is F.J. Bergman, your uh, third place winner, I believe?
1: Yes, F.J. For What Does Matters? That's right. That's that's not a statement. That's the title of your poem. Are you there? I am there. All right. Well, congratulations.
0: Thank you. And do you have your poem with you? I do.
1: We'd love to hear it.
0: Okay, I'll read it. What Matters? in the future poetry had become the arrangement of tangible objects everybody had a poem outdoors along an imaginary line on the lawn in front of their house a disparate array of items was important but not mandatory almost invariably these included a very large rock typically poets would only use material taken from nature bird nests, driftwood icicles, dead snakes. Lately there had been a faddish tendency to add a six-pack of dwarf marigolds. One rather self-referential composition was nothing more than ten metric wrenches laid end to end, and an emerging surrealist had buried a bicycle to its axles in green sand. Its practitioners were secretly insecure about the parameters of their art. They sometimes met in open parks and pastures for public displays of new work, most of them pushing red wheelbarrows laden with the lumpy tools of their trade. The unburdened were those who specialized in found poetry. The most critical aspect was the length of the line. No one knew what the ideal dimensions ought to be, but they all carried folding rulers. Passers-by would often stop to measure a poem that seemed inadequate or excessive and argue at great length about whether size mattered.
1: Great poem. I, I, you know I had a chance to read it last night as I was figuring out who won and putting it all together, and I, I'm, I'm so glad that that place, I really uh, loved that poem.
0: Thanks so much.: F.J, um, so what are you going to
1: do with your 114 dollars?
0: Well, I just got laid off. So I'm I will definitely be be putting it to good use. <laughs> Probably groceries.
1: That's send you know, that's uh I said this before on, on Poetry Ship for Highway Live, but a poet friend of mine uh from Southern California, Matthew Niblock, once told me that if you ever make money from poetry you should buy food with it uh immediately. So um I think uh, that it, go ahead and sustain yourself with, with I, will,
0: your I will do that. I will definitely do that.
1: Cool. I will meet
0: whatever sustaining needs that are, are not being met by poetry itself.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Congratulations. Um, uh, third place out of 571 poems. Well done.
0: Thanks so much. All right. Um,
1: that was uh, F.J. Bergman. She took third place in our contest, $114, and shortly you will be able to read her poem, uh, uh, online. Well, of course you just heard it, so uh, uh, from the poet's mouth. So that was uh, that was pretty good. So um, we're about to do first place, and then we'll have a few minutes left. So if anyone who placed in the top ten wants to uh, wants to uh, call in and, and read a poem, uh, you're more than welcome to do so. It'd be so great if uh, if the first place winner uh, was uh, was here. Um, as well, but who knows if that'll happen? Because uh, I can't exactly tell people that they uh, that they won before this announcement. What fun would that be? So, uh, John, I'm gonna let's see, put you back on the air. Here, are you there, John? Yeah, no, I'm here. Okay.
3: So we're about to do first place. Are you excited? Oh, so excited! Here we go.
1: I'm going to have you do that again because I want you to do it right before the name. So that was the practice one. Okay. All right. So in first place, uh, again, first round of scoring was 13.25 points out of 15. Um, second round of scoring, uh, which uh, went up against uh, Salvador Gutachis poem, who won second place, um, where you could score a possible 30 points, uh, scored 24.5 points, This person was actually a previous winner of the Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest a couple of years ago, took first place. What are the odds, ladies and gentlemen, of the same person winning first place two different years in the same contest with a completely different set of judges for her poem. Are you ready, John? Yeah. For her poem, Surviving, let's hear it. Fantastic. Don O'Leary is the winner of this year's poetry contest, came in first place for her poem, Surviving. Surviving. She wins 285 bucks plus her share of all of the rest of the prizes. John, thank you so much for being our drumroll.
3: You're welcome, Rick. All right, and I'll see you soon. I'll see you Tuesday, I hope. All right, looking forward to it. And congratulations to all the winners.
1: To them, indeed. Congratulations to everyone. That was uh, John Epstein, who was uh, nice enough to, to not just make a drum roll sound effect, but uh, to actually get out his drum set and, uh, and uh, play drums, play an actual drum roll for us. So that is, uh, that is awesome. Um, so cool. We've got, um, we've got ten minutes left, so any of you scored in the top ten positions, uh, please call back, and uh, and I'll put you on the air, and we'd, we'd love to hear your work. Congratulations to everyone. Don O'Leary in first place, Salvatore Butacci in second place, and F.J. Bergman in third place, as well as all of the rest of the winners. Clint Frakes, Heather Schimmel, Rain Lockie in fourth place, Brandon Sema in fifth place, Alice Perot in sixth place, uh, Mary Kennedy Easton in seventh place, Scott Miller, Rosemary Crisace, Enrique Souffle, Barton Smock in eighth place, In ninth place, Eileen Malone, Ray Swetman, Linda Levy-Schneider, Helen Barlev, Totally Sumerian, and Henry Greenfield. And in 10th place, Jim Knowles, Brenda Levy-Tate, and John Michael Simon. And uh, let's see, I think um, uh, Scott Miller, are you back? I am. Congratulations, Scott, on 8th place uh, out of 571 poems. Good job. Thank you. Do you you have your poem, Arson
5: on a Sunday Morning, with you? I do. I was holding out that maybe I wouldn't have to read this one. (laughs) Have you read it?
1: I haven't read it yet.
5: I think Mm -hmm. I read it at the Cobalt. Well, let's hear it. Arson on a Sunday Morning. I hit the hash pipe early. She slept late, coming down hard from wine and sex and coke and whatever else was in our blood. Crisp air, winnowing through the wooden slats caught a curl of my hair, holding it up to sunlight's antiseptic sympathies, and slid by the half-open bedroom door, tumbling to her, quartered in the eighth light of mid-morning. Fried eggs and bacon strips were chatting pleasantly inside their pans. Smoke poured outward from the cabin roof and mixed with the hot tub's chlorine vapor trail, bearing aloft a sky-blue Stellar's Jay who circled, rose, and banked back to the lake, pursuing his own delight. I circled, too, in my mind's sky. Black coffee flushed my cheeks. Emptying half-finished bottles, cleaning cum stains from the couch, she woke at last and chuckled at the wasted labor. She revealed herself, but only for a moment, eyes unguarded caught a whiff of fear mixed with bacon it never happened don't read don't think don't grasp too long or hard the steller's jay returning with a worm fed his children you want to fuck a man she asked in savvy jest i played along sure then she told me she's got a friend who likes to be tied up cursed spit on "'raped and choked until he cannot feel his feet. "'It's not the first time I had no reply. "'There's time to take a walk "'before the storm comes over the rim, "'cascading reams of cloud like untouched pages, "'and the warming air lapping back at the lake. "'But there's no rain arriving this time, "'just a lightning bolt off in the distance. "'Cigarettes lit, hand in hand, "'we walk indifferent as the stones.' A conversation would be out of place. Later, they will find a tiny joint amidst the blackened branches and the ash rolled in hot pink paper, strawberry-flavored, miraculously uncharred, and will be gone, long gone. The sun will set on the horizon, on Reno. I will drive through Donner Pass, subsisting on only cookies, Adderall, and memories. The beach, near empty now. My stomach coils, the hot tub bubbles on. The two of us are burning Tahoe down. That's it.
1: I wonder what happened
5: to Tahoe. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. It was really nice before I got there.
1: Well, Scott, that was a great poem i, I do remember hearing you read it live at the cobalt uh and congratulations on on eighth place
5: um uh, i i'm I'm glad you got through it. Thank you, and I dearly hope I didn't offend anybody with it.
1: <laughs> well, you know, poetry is uh, what poetry is, and uh, and uh, and the three judges seem to like it enough to, to score it in in the top ten poems. So I, I would not uh, I would not worry about it. Well, I really
5: appreciate it. Thanks, Rick.
1: All right, congratulations, and thanks again for entering. Thank you. Bye. That was uh, Scott Miller calling uh, from here in Southern California. He, his poem. Uh, Arson on a Sunday morning was in uh, tied for eighth-place uh, position. Got about five minutes left. If you're one of those uh, in those top ten spots, feel free to call in and read. It's 646-716-7362. Um, right now there's a caller from the uh, 310 area code. Hello. Hello? Hello.
6: Can Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear yes, me? I can.
1: Oh. I can hear you.
6: Oh good because the synchronization with the, with the online is different from what I'm hearing right now.
1: Yeah, you don't you need to uh, listen on the phone and not on the uh computer when you are calling.
6: Oh. So, okay.
1: So, so, so who is
6: this? This is Don O'Leary. Hello?
1: Don. Hi. Oh, so glad you called. Congratulations.
6: Thank you. I am so excited about this. I really am. I I just have to get my screen back up because I closed my computer when you told me uh I don't know what happened to my computer. It just went It just went off. I'm going to have to call you back because i got to find a copy of the poem. I had it right in front of me. Oh, wait well, a second. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. It's okay. I got it. Good
1: I good am point. so
6: excited, Rick. <laughs>
1: Congratulations. It's $285 coming your way. And you've won the contest before, right?
6: Yeah, I did win once before, which meant the world to me at the time. And you know what? It means the world to me all over again. I am so excited.
1: That's amazing. I mean, it's just you know uh, to enter the same contest and and win you know it, it, different times with a completely different set of judges who have no idea uh, who you are or whose work they're reading just speaks volume for for you know how universally accessible your work must be to so many people. Well,
6: <laughs> I, I I I would love to think that Rick. It I really it comes at such a good time for me. Uh, I am unemployed. I have plenty to do with that money, um, and uh, I've been writing all, uh, poetry all my life, and um, I, really, I, yours is the only contest I enter, and, uh, you know, I just thought I, could, I couldn't possibly do this twice, could I? But I guess I did. <laughs> I'm so grateful.
1: <laughs> well, great. Let's hear the poem before we run out of time.
6: Okay. Uh, surviving. It is as you suspect when you turn the knob, expecting it to come off in your hand. You should not have come back, should have asked cousins beyond the canal to gather your clothes, school books, ceramic horses. You passed your parents' room, then your brothers, closing doors like eyelids of the dead. In the damp church, you were hollow as the blue Madonna, your insides all air. Later you would remember nothing but the finality of bells. And a preacher you did not know... Speaking of the three that God had taken, you could have told him there was no God in the water that night. How small your father's hands had seemed, sinking fast like coins under your mother's reach, and yours—he and and yours—he had not reached back. Stephen's eyes were fixed on water, drowning already in the fear of it. Your mother clutched his life jacket strap till the slicing cold drained her grip. Her fingers felt nothing when he slipped away. In the minutes before she found him gone, you already knew she would not save herself. You are an oddity at school. You descend one stairwell and go up another to avoid passing your brother's class. His friends fall silent in the back of the bus as you slip into your seat. But the moment passes, and their noise is not diminished by the absence of his voice. You sleep in your cousin's bed facing the wall. One night you are awakened by her damp arm across your waist. Suddenly your grief cracks and begins to thaw, forming pools around your ankles and rising. This time it is you paralyzed. You understand the ease of it. Till so the waters close above your head and slowly you raise your arms, knowing you will surface, not knowing why you are the one
1: who wants to. Thanks again, Rick. Don, thank you so much for entering again. congratulations on winning um and uh and and uh wow, you know you 're the second uh, unemployed person to be to <laughs> today the top group. I guess only you know, maybe there 's something to be said to that if you want to do well in poetry, uh get laid off or-
5: <laughs>
6: maybe you 're right, Rick, but I want to say to you too congratulations on your new baby. Uh, a lot of my poetry was inspired by my own kids and by my um you know, by the children that I see around me that, that really suffer a lot. And, uh, you know, you've got a wonderful opportunity to raise a good one. So I, I like to think I raised three good ones. And uh, good luck to you. It's the best thing in the world. It's the best creation of all, Rick.
3: <laughs> thanks. All right,
6: cool.
1: Well, uh, thanks for calling in. I'm going to let you go because i got okay. about a minute. Left when okay. Sure
6: Thank you Thank uh,
1: you for doing this, Rick. No problem. Bye. That was Donna O'Leary. How cool to actually have two of the top uh top uh, three poets actually be able to call in and read their poems. Not something we were able to do uh, before we started Poetry Superhighway Live. Congratulations to all the winners. They're all now posted online. You can uh, go to Poetry Superhighway and click on Poets of the Week and read the three winning poems. Um, all of you who entered will be getting an email shortly letting you know uh, what uh, prize you'll be getting. And if you sponsored the contest, I'll be sending you um, an e- uh, email soon on who to send your uh, prize to. Uh, don't forget that next week at the same time, 2 o'clock, we have our regular monthly open reading on Poetry Super Highway Live. Thanks to everyone, our sponsors, our judges, our contest entrants, uh, anyone who might just happen to be listening. Uh, for making the 11th annual contest a great success. Everyone, have a great afternoon.